0: back, boys and girls. Thank you for my old friend Vinny Diesel for taking us in there. We are back with week 11 picks. Pullman Profiteer, nothing else matters this week. This is a state your claim, risk your life, threat level midnight,
1: burn the boats, flag of no surrender, bet your inheritance. This is Andrew Jackson at New Orleans. I'm telling you right here, Pullman's disciples, everyone in the Pick Your Poison family, If you don't take this bet with me, I'm Andrew Jackson. I will shoot you if you run away from this battle.
0: This is, I don't know what the repercussions will be with the podcast moving forward. If this bet does not hit, I mean, it's going to hit. Like, I have, there is nothing I have ever been more, felt more strongly about than this bet cashing. I've put my entire life savings on it.
1: I know Pullman has put, how much? I've mortgaged everything I have on it. I've actually sold myself for this bet.
0: Uh, Rest in peace Boomer. His 401k that he left to us, it's leveraged on this game. Anything and everything that we have in our possessions has been placed on this bet. We will touch on it at the very end of of the podcast. We will touch on some SEC games, some other SEC games this week. But honestly, folks, nothing else matters. This is the... The life of the podcast hinges on, on this one game. So we're not going to waste any time. That was, I feel like, as much of a, as much of a hype up as we can give. We're going to get right into the SEC slate before getting into the game of the century for the Pick Your Poison podcast. Pullman, we'll start off Saturday at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. Arkansas traveling to Como, Missouri. Missouri is a three-point favorite with an over-under of 51.5. Pullman. I feel like I know where you're going with this.
1: Uh yeah, I'm firing this game into the sun. Oh, uh, JK, I'm taking the under here. <laughs> oh, um that's almost firing it's it. the, that's same, basically same thing. the sun. You know us, like we loved Arkansas for the longest time. It's time for the heel to start turning a little, and by that I'm betting a middle here, you know, a little uh give me the under. I don't think any either offense moves the ball.
0: Yeah, I kinda like that play, honestly. I, I I need to start turning more heel. We've kind of we've been on the Arkansas bandwagon a little too much. I think it's time to come back to reality, reel it back in. Arkansas was a fun story at the beginning of the year, but, you know, I can't have Arkansas going into next year thinking that I'm one of them, Google gobble one of us. So I'm going Missouri here at home. They've looked really good. Their defense has been playing well. Eli Drinkwitz, he is potentially, I don't, you know, I don't know, there's a lot of good candidates out there for SEC Coach of the Year, but he's right up there with what they've done lately. Absolutely boat raced a dead and depleted Vanderbilt team last week. I like Eli here I still can't name anyone on Missouri... I think their quarterback, I still don't know. No, I don't know. I tried to
1: remember some names this week, but I couldn't.
0: Yeah, their quarterback's a freshman. I do know that. He's pretty good. So give me Missouri, <laughs> l- laying three at home. Arkansas, I think they're pretty much kind of done with the season. They had a fun They've had too much over.
1: COVID issues to really compete at this point. I really don't blame them. Yep.
0: So I'm on Missouri here. Pullman's on the under. I like both of those. Pullman, take us into our next game.
1: Florida is going to Tennessee. Over-under set at 62.5. Florida is a 17.5 point favorite. Bagman, who do you like?
0: The real question is, not who do I like in this game, is will, will Jeremy Pruitt survive this game? Yes. Will he be
1: fired at halftime or after the game? Uh No, he'll be fired from a loss to Vanderbilt, an oh, uncoached Vanderbilt. team. Now
0: we're talking. Now we're talking. I like Florida here laying 17. I don't really care. You could have put 24 on this. I probably would have still laid them. Tennessee's a dead man walking. They've basically given up. The only thing that kind of scares me is Tennessee had a bye last week, a little COVID bye, and Florida has kind of been rolling. They had, And Florida kind of backdoor covered last week. They actually didn't cover, did cover, depending on where you got that line at what point in the day. Tennessee coming off a bye, Jeremy Pruitt fighting for his job. I think he could inspire the troops just one last time, maybe to keep it inside the 17 and a half. I don't care. Florida, Kyle to Kyle, the Super Swamp Brothers, They're going to score three touchdowns each. They do it every time, every game. They throw three touchdowns. I like Florida. They're going to drop probably a 50-burger on Tennessee. And Tennessee, as we know, I don't even know. Anemic on offense. Are they starting the freshman quarterback?
1: I believe so. But the issue is, is I, I mean, as much as we dog Florida's defense, they're going to eat up Tennessee's offensive line on Saturday. I like the Gators here, too. Um, and honestly, you keep giving me mulling against superior opponents when he's trying to win Heisman for his quarterback. Yep. He's going to run the score up every week. So, we and don't have to worry about that. Florida's
0: defense has looked pretty solid the last couple of weeks. They Their offense can just blow people out with their defense. I know they haven't played really anyone
1: that their, has a good offense. It's but their de- it's their safeties and DBs that worry me, and Tennessee can't throw to those guys. Yep. So, it just, it's just front seven yeah, versus front seven. Exactly. Strength of Florida's team, weakness of Tennessee's Florida's team.
0: Florida's front four and front seven, is especially the front four, is very solid. The back end is pretty terrible. That's why you saw Ole Miss and some of the other you know teams they've played that have good quarterbacks be able to throw it on them. But, if you're just going to try to run the ball on this team, you're not going to be able to. And Florida's going to put up 40 points no matter what, no matter who the defense is. So, And I don't think Tennessee's defense is all that special. So we're laying them both with here with Florida minus 17. Take it now. It'll probably go up before game time while you're listening to this. Moving into our next game, South Carolina at Kentucky. Pullman, is this a fired into the sun for you? Kentucky is a minus eleven and a half at home over under a forty seven and a half.
1: Yeah, you know I love Krogerfield, but I, I have no read on this game and I don't care about it either. I don't have a read. I will take the under though. Neither one. Of I'd rather i li- I'd rather listen to a random Joe talk about his job than Watch this game.
0: Yeah, this game is at 6:30 on SEC Network. I don't see you know a reason why you would watch this game, but I'll take the under of 47 because this is disgusting. I assume it's going to be terrible weather at Kroger Field on Saturday. Neither one of these teams care about the season anymore, and neither one of these offenses can score. So give me the under. I will ride that all day without even having to watch. Pullman. What is our next one?
1: Vanderbilt at Georgia. Georgia is a 35 and a half point favorite with a 98. 0.5% chance to win, according to ESPN. That's it? Yep, over-under set at 54. I'm surprised the percent can't go above 100 there. Um, I'm not a numbers guy. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to also fire this game in the sun because interim coach with a falling apart roster against a team I have no trust in in Georgia means this game could go anyway.
0: Do you know if the
1: Vandy kicker
0: is still on on the team? Yes. She is on the team? Yes. Okay, give me Georgia minus 35.5 here. That locker room is in complete shambles. They have completely, you know, they don't care about, They, I'm surprised they can even field a team with enough players that even want to be there. Especially, maybe they just want to travel to Athens and have like, go out and party in at the bars in Athens if they're even open. But let me, I'm laying 35 and a half here. Kind of like that Florida line. You could have said 42 and I'd probably still lay them against this vanity team. Georgia found some offense last week. With J.T. Daniels, he's finally coming into his own. He's fitting into that offense. He's slinging it. They can run it as well. I like their their chances to put up at least 50. And Vanderbilt will not score again. So I'm all all these teams that have just given up. I'm taking the favorites because they're actually still trying and they're gonna put up a have and
1: have not league in the SEC, right especially now. this
0: year when like there's opt outs and COVID issues and all this crap. Like that the teams that are at the bottom just want the season to be over and only a few teams actually care to be there. So I'm going to take the teams that actually care and want to be there. So that's, uh, we do have one more game, but before we do that, we're going to bring in our guest picker, our Louisiana expert, Cash at Capper. Cash, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling great. As a guy
2: that loves betting against the public and then finding the positions where Vegas is truly feeling hot, I love this board. I cannot tell you how much I love this board.
0: Do you love the board just the SEC slate or, or outside the SEC as well?
2: I have a few that we're going to sprinkle in on the outside. Uh, but as for the SEC slate, I think this is one of the most uh, easily read uh, boards that I've seen so far this
0: year. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well, let's get it right into it. Our next game of the SEC slate, A&M. What is it, Pullman? Do you have it pulled up AM
1: at Auburn? Traveling to Auburn. Auburn is a seven point favorite over under here set at forty nine. Eleven AM kickoff on the plane. So let's
0: go straight to our boy Cash. What you feeling on this one?
2: Okay. So this line opened up at three and a half for AM. Um what happened is is that the big money, the Sharks, they came and hit hard. They, get, they hit Vegas so hard. They moved it three and a half points to seven. Let me just tell you something. That doesn't happen. Not between Monday and as we record this today on Thursday. That does not occur very frequently. When I see that, the first thing my brain tells me is, oh, seven points in an SEC school that's not that bad? Take Auburn. Wrong. Wrong. You take A&M, give up the seven. They made it a whole number of seven to give people confidence in Auburn. But the fact is that they're going to probably blow them out. Auburn's played two teams this year that are still currently ranked. Georgia, they lost like what twenty-seven to six, and and obviously Alabama, they lose forty-two to six. No shot. There's no shot. I'm telling you, A and a take here.
1: I think you're wrong on this one because it's a lot like the Jeff Fisher graphic. Gus Malzahn, are you on the hot seat? Yes. What do I do? Win a big game. What is Gus Malzahn on the hot seat? What is he gonna do? Beat a top ten ranked A and M team who's a little overinflated themselves. I would agree with you if this was a Florida. Or another Georgia that Auburn was playing against, but I don't think AM's that great either. I'm taking I'm taking Auburn plus the points because I love the games when Gus Malzahn's trying to keep his job.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one is better at covering their own ass to not get fired than Gus Malzahn. He he threat he walks. George Costanza. Yeah, maybe but he gets fired so often. No one walks the line of trepidation of the fans wanting them to be fired, but the university not having enough dirt or enough like losses on the on the board to actually fire him Then Gus on. He knows exactly what he needs to do to keep that job. I, I'm not touching. I wish it was seven and a half. Pullman, you might want to buy that half point. at seven and a half. I, I just love the football number there. I'm taking the over here, though. It's a low total of 48 and a half. I think both of these, you know, I, neither one of these defenses really scare me. We saw Bama light up Auburn's defense last week and I don't know Auburn at home I feel like can score I don't know what it is about Gus at home Bo Nix I don't know he feels like he's in his own backyard I think they can score it enough that's a low total of 48 we don't need a ton of points here if a and can get to into the 30s I think this covers pretty easily so I'm going with the over cash it and Pullman are head to head on the AM and and Auburn oh. sides so we will get into our last game the only game that matters this week Alabama traveling to Baton Rouge to face the LSU Tigers and Ed Orgeron. We are going to do, before we get into the game, we're going to do a little table reading here of a tweet thread from October 2nd. Uh, It was early in the season after LSU had, I think when they lost early on in the year, I'm not exactly sure, but... Pullman is going to I be, think they had just
1: lost to Arkansas. Pullman's
0: gonna be our friend Cash It and I'm going to be uh, yeah. myself or no slash Pullman in the in the replies. So it's a thread where Cash It tweeted at Pick Your Poison Pod, at us, came at us. That came at Pullman, Added at Pullman, pullman at Pullman. Boy, at me. Pullman, at Pullman, and then we came through with some replies. So we will do a table read. Pullman is Cash It. I will be myself and Pullman. Pullman
1: lead us off. At Pullman Profiteer, listen, we need to have a talk on this LSU slander. I'm not an LSU fan, but what Coach O has done at LSU has been nothing short of a miracle. What happened to him on Saturday was not his fault. His QB had the yips. Fraud. Please prepare your points, at Rebs Bagman, I hope you are prepared to produce your best Chris Wallace impression. impression hashtag debate 2020. Topical. <laughs> Topical right there.
0: Um. LSU going eight and two might be a stake your reputation bet on the pick your poison pod next week. I think six and four is the
1: ceiling. The ceiling, yikes! Hot take incoming.
0: No Brady, no Aranda.
1: Cocho is well on his way to being exposed as a poor man's less miles. No shot. This is an overreaction. In fact, please screenshot this so when they are eight and two at the end of the year, I can make uh, you can make a man of this and say you're such a bad take. So, cash it. Okay. You just heard that.
2: Okay, so hold up. I want to clear this up. This was my personal account. This had no uh,
0: monetary value, and this was all heartstrings being tugged. Oh, heartstrings. I thought you said you were an LSU fan. No, no, no.
2: I'm not. This was all an emotional attack against how can you not love Ed Orgeron as a Louisianian. Like, it's not – he is not – Ed Orgeron is, is Louisiana. He is everything that we embody. How can you not
1: love Ed O? I I thought that was Drew Brees. Oh, uh, well. That's a, different, some, story. That's a know, different story. That's a different story. That's a different But, topical
0: but, topical but what, is, what is LSU's record right now? Uh, three and Listen, four. Okay. Three and four with Bama okay. next within Florida. And then they're going to be rolling into a game against Ole Miss at the end of the year with literally like dead bodies. I think point. Ole
1: Miss will be a favorite in that game. So, I, and I
2: could not agree more. I, and look, I will take this time to publicly say that I was wrong.
1: Okay. Wrong,
2: wrong, wrong. I do want to also say, though, it is very uh, convenient for the haters of LSU this year, me being one previous to years, that are saying this the year that LSU has lost literally everyone. I mean, the, the people that opted out during the season are unnoticed, but it's a huge effect on their team.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, I mean, especially in this game coming up where where Saban is coming back from COVID, after what LSU did to Bama in Baton Rouge, after what Coach O said after the game of, of that, you know, the tides are changing in the SEC West. Roll tide, what? Fuck you. Yeah, roll tide, what? Fuck you. No, this game is uh, quite the revenge game, and especially when LSU earlier in the year basically faked COVID to get out of playing Bama. Bama is a rabid dog heading down to Baton Rouge. This, this
1: reminds me of a lot about Bama playing Ole Miss in 17 and 18 when they had lost two in a oh, row, yeah. had a coin flip game the following year. Saban, once he had the better team, he does not want you to ever think you will win this game again. And I think what, what he did to those Ole Miss teams winning those games by 60 is what he's going to try and do to Coach O.
2: Oh, yikes. You know, this is going to be one of those games where you – I want to – it's so bad. Like, I've been on the fence about this for the like entire week. It's it's like 31 points at home against your arch rival when you made a psychopath move to, to schedule them now with maybe having to cancel Ole Miss in entirety. Like, LSU might have had a chance against, LSU, against Ole Miss. They have zero shot against Alabama. What kind of psycho goes back – and says, you know what, we're, we're going to take off the game that we might have a shot, and we're going to put back on the game where we have zero shot.
1: Uh, when when, when the I'm person really who pays shoot. you tells you yeah, you got to play to say, the game, about to say, when the SEC that's not courage. you that's, that's your, your, your university that's in financial downfall right now. And who needs this cash? You better show up yeah, Saturday. Well,
0: you, you go where they tell you to go. You play who they tell you to play when the money is involved. Uh,
2: you know, I, I'd, I'd like to close my eyes and envision that Coach O is in the locker room honestly believing that they have a shot at the playoffs again and that he is talking up his guys as though this game is what's going to determine the SEC championship. That's what I'm closing my eyes and visioning. that he has got them. Who better to get the troops riled up than Edo
0: as your three and four, still competing for a championship, though? All right, what's, what's, our, what's, our, what's, our, what's our spread and over-under right, right, here?
1: Spread over-under, this game's in Death Valley. Spread right now is at 29.5, over-under at 67.5. The Crimson Tide will be rolling into Baton Rouge on boats uh down the Mississippi River. They'll be like they'll be like the they'll be like the Spanish rolling into the Mayans and, and with just
0: a fleet ready to take and over.
1: Kill, pillage, and rape. And that is exactly what Alabama is gonna do Saturday night in Death Valley. No one is safe. Honestly, they might go up to the band and make them start playing this game. I don't think Nick Saban takes his foot off the throat until fifteen minutes after the game. There's no shot in hell LSU wins this game. Bama's going to roll out the helmets, but they're going to roll out the helmets pumped as anything. And they're going to come with the plays too. Sark is going to throw deep on them every chance he can. He's going to make everyone regret taking jobs at LSU. He's going to make Ed Orgeron regret winning the national championship game last year. This is a Bama hammer, hammer, hammer. I am done handicapping if Bama does not win this game. Pick Your Poison is disbanded if Bama does not cover this game. I have Bama at 28 28 points. It's at 29.5. I don't care what it is. 10 units on this game. Roll Tide. Max
0: fucking play here. The Tide will absolutely destroy, destroy Tigers. Nick Saban, I swear to you, he wants nothing more than to bury them. He wants Ed Orgeron to have to be... Pummeled into the center of the eye at the 50-yard line of Tiger Stadium. There will be no man left standing after this game. Saban will not walk across the midfield and shake out Orgeron. Sa- they-
1: Saban's gonna beat the accent out of Orgeron on Saturday night.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, Orgeron in the post-game presser is going to have a, a Wall Street. Man's He'll sound like accent. someone raised
1: in Connecticut after exactly. this game.
0: It'll be, I mean, anything you want to put on it. I've put, like we said, this is a stake your reputation, stake your podcast. We'll just leave the podcast out to whoever wants the highest bidder. You can have it, whatever. I don't want it anymore. Bama covers by a billion. I'm going to even, I'm going to do a pleaser. I'm going to find another game that I like a lot. Please it up to to, to plus. Four or minus 40 or whatever. I don't care. Name your number. Liam. Liam. Liam Capper, I hope you are with us on this. My God.
2: There is so much to be said. So, to, to, just to start, just to start, this is a nationally televised big game in Vegas. It, it always is. It always brings in some of the most cash. The South was to Gamble, these are their two sons, They want to see this game, and they want to put all the money in the world on it, right? All the people, everyone, is all thinking what you're thinking. What I'm thinking, honestly, that Bama just comes in and steamrolls LSU. We all think that, right? No chance. Coach O is going to find a way to rally these troops. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means that... LSU will find a way to only lose by 21. Yes, you heard of your first, 21. This is my this is my plea to you. This is my plea. Bama typically, and I say this very gingerly because I don't actually know, but they have not struck me as blowing people out in the first half. In fact, I've taken them twice this year in the first half. I think I'm 1-1. One one. Take LSU with the first half. Wait till this line gets up to 30, 31, and take LSU in the first half. That's going to be your first winner. Because then you can just sit back and enjoy the remainder of the game where LSU thinks they're still in it as they're down 17, they're down 24, they're back down 17. And take those points in that cast that you're going to get in the first half and cover your bet because I want nothing more than pick your poison to stay on uh, the, the pod waves for the remainder of their day. So... There is a, a solid chance that this game gets up to thirty one points. I say wait till kickoff and take this game at thirty one. I'm dead serious. I think ninety two percent of the public right now is sitting Obama. And that is an astounding number for this game. I cannot I cannot put into words how crazy that is.
0: Sometimes Vegas is just wrong though. Like that like like I get it. I get yes, what you're saying. I'm I'm a big fade the public guy, but there is no way in hell that happens.
1: Look, this is we're taking the public with us. And so what we said at the beginning of the pod, this is the Battle of New Orleans. We're picking up every Joe Smo Every pick your poison. Every Pullman's disciple. We're getting the boats. We're sailing down the Mississippi. We're parking them in that swamp, and we're burning those damn boats before we walk in that stadium and we win by a thousand. I
0: haven't seen a first quarter, first half line. I'm also taking those. I will take. I'm it taking into...
1: team total LSU if it's set at 0.5. I'm taking the under. Yeah, people
0: forget Bama's defense has been. I'm... Bama's defense has been lights out the past couple of games too. Like they're but they're firing on all cylinders. I don't see how LSU gets over fifteen to twenty points, and Bama's going to drop sixty on them. So I don't know. This is this is. I, a-
2: I, I just don't see. I don't see how they come to Baton Rouge and in the first quarter, first half, just start exploding on LSU. I see what you're saying, and I and look actually like if you're asking just straight up cash, what do you think about the game? LSU is going to lose by fifty. I'm with you. I understand. I'm hearing you. But I'm saying you can't just factor that in. Yes, Vegas is wrong. In fact, they're wrong decently frequently on certain games. But the fact of the matter is, is that Decent, when you have a game like this where there's going to be the I majority like of the cash for a college football game on tonight, I mean on this game on Saturday, you have to assume that they have to know at least something. Like 31 points at home. When This is like you want to talk about your arch enemy, your rival, your number one team that you hate. They're going to stick with it through the first half. I'll get, I, I'll concede game. In fact, I'm going to put. I my, thought LSU's
1: my biggest rival was a rain. Half. Was too much rain. Well,
2: that, that, yeah, that that is true. As
0: well. <laughs> all right, Cashin. All right, Cashin. That's that's all that's all we got for today. I appreciate you calling. Though we will see you and Pullman are head to head on A and M and Auburn. We are both head to head against you with the LSU Tigers and the Crimson Tide. So it'll be an eventful Saturday night.
1: We'll uh, we'll be in touch.
2: Sounds good, guys. Keep up the good work.
1: All right, thanks. Whew. What a what a game. But, yes, fans out there, we have staked our reputation on this, and we're 100% serious. Bet everything you have on Bama. If you've listened to us and won any money, please, for the love of God, double it up with this right here.
0: Yes, and hopefully – I mean, God forbid this does not hit. I, we'll at least have to take a
1: week off. I don't know. I, I won't be able to If this to doesn't hit, I'm retired. Yeah. I'm re- – here and right now, Pullman Profiteer, I am retired if Bama does not cover 28 points this Saturday evening. Well, that, that's it, boys and girls. You know what to
0: do. You know what to do. In in Saban, we trust. Let's take this to, to the promised land and bury your bookie. We will talk to you next week, guaranteed, because Bama will win.